you live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whatever it is, welcome. It's good. It's all good. Because we're all here and we're all back together. It's another Sunday night. It's another episode of Where Are The Webs, a.k.a. Keeping Up With The Webs, a.k.a. Ooh, the Webs ooh, Worldwide, ooh, Worldwide ooh, Webs, a.k.a. Your Favorite Auntie and Uncle, King and Queen of the Three Day Weekend. Even though this was not a three day nah, weekend. Nah, nobody got three day weekend this week. <laughs> gotta go to work. Gotta earn it. Gotta earn it. Um, hey. This. And here doing the DJ takeoff challenge. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, hold on. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. Oh, wait, yeah. wait for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Hello, yeah. everyone. With the super blank stare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Greetings and salutations and all that jazz. Another exciting episode of Where are the Webs. Um, as always, first things first, attitude of gratitude. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for putting on your friends, your families, your enemies, your frenemies. You used to be friends. We still take them plays. Distant cousins. It don't matter. Whoever. Everybody. Appreciate it. Go hit play. Also. Hit play a couple times. On a couple different platforms. You know, we're on Pocket Cast, Overcast, Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, Google Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the podcasts. You can find us. It's very easy. And also make sure you're checking us out on the social media, keeping it fresh. The Where the Webs Facebook page, WBB apostrophe S, Where the Webs on Facebook. Be sure to check out that Where the Webs Instagram. It's looking mighty polished. It's looking mighty sharp. You like the aesthetic. You know what it is. Make sure you check out our official photographer for Wear the Webs because you like that aesthetic. AKA at underscore light brown. That's L-I-T-E-B-R-O-W-N. Light brown. Check out her photography. Book her. Book her. What you got? A wedding coming up? A graduation? Uh, baby shower? Uh, uh, bar, bat mitzvah? Whatever. We we worldwide. That's right. You know what Everybody. I'm saying? Quinceanera? Whatever Everybody. you got going on. We are here for you. Book, she is here for you. Book her for your photo needs. Have camera. Will travel. Damn right. <laughs> also, make sure you check out our individual uh, Instagram pages. I am at Psyching Out Loud, P S Y C H I N G Out Loud. And you are Marcus Webb on everything, as usual. That's Marcus Webb 1984 Woo. on Instagram. Woo. That is Marcus Webb 84 on the Snapchat. Woo. Marcus Webb on Facebook. Woo. Where are the webs? Check us out. Do Everywhere. It. Do it. Also, make sure you check out our new logo. Ooh. Update to the logo, the brand. It, the the podcast got a new uh, look. Go see if you can find it. No more feet in the photo. I thought the feet were cute. What a, it was a good start. But we upgrading. I told you we got more to come. More things. More. Just more, more and life. more and more. More life. We're gonna keep doing it, man. I'm already. This is this is really the warm up. I can't wait till y'all see 2019. Look. We episode 37, 37, 37 episodes in. 
that's 37 weeks. Woo! 37, 37 weeks of sitting in our back room. <laughs> in backroom studios. In backroom studios. All we need is one mic. That's, <laughs> that's it. What we need. That's all we got. Shit. <laughs> you know, till we upgrade. So, um, as always, we like to start off talking about where have the webs been? Oh, yeah. So, this week, not a, not a big travel week, but we do have to shout out. Probably going to be one of my new favorite places. Uh, so, I want to make sure I give them the proper due. Toast Augusta. That is T-O-A-S-T-E. Toast Augusta. It's I don't even really know how to properly describe it. It's bed and breakfast slash pop-up restaurant event venue. They're and, not open every day. And they have a car service. They Yeah. They, like if a, you stay with them, they have a little car it's service. It's a very unique setup. Shout out to the owner. I believe his name is Dominique. He is doing some very interesting things there at Toast Augusta. We finally got to go on Thursday night for a taco, taco night. night. So, you know, we go in and I got to say, they're not traditional tacos, but these were some damn good tacos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These tacos were good. And you know, Mrs. Webb. You, you know, she a taco snob. Wait a minute. Taco snob. I'm clutching my pearls. Wait a minute. You ain't going to do that. I enjoyed now, I enjoy. You enjoyed these tacos. I but did, you, but you do judge people like it. Your I do. Tacos. I do judge, but they weren't say they were not trying to say that these were traditional Mexican style tacos. They weren't trying to say these are authentic, you know, no. tacos. That this was their take, and I appreciate that. I also Definitely. appreciate that it wasn't just some ground beef. Put up in the tortilla with some sour cream and <laughs> cheese right. on top, with some damn no, um, yeah, the little shredded cheese, right? <laughs> no, put some um, we had. On it. <laughs> <laughs> I had um, New York City. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's, that's anyway, what you know. But I had a shrimp, um, a shrimp, a pork, and a steak taco. I had a chicken, chicken, a pork. And steak taco. So three tacos a piece. And let me tell you, two dollars, two dollars a pop. Two dollar right? tacos. And they were good. These Man. were these were big chunks of pork. I felt like they took that shoulder or that butt. Yeah. What, is it shoulder or butt? I think, the part I think that the... probably came from the shoulder. And they it still had some skin on it. Or yeah, something. it had it had skins. It had fats. It was big chunks of meat. Okay, you had your black beans. And your avocado and stuff, you Man, know. These are some hefty tacos for yeah, $2. Dollars. Yeah. And. Oh, yeah. Because I know what y'all really want to know. Do they serve alcohol? You damn right. They, they do. do. They do. And they got, they had $2. Mar- they had several drinks to choose from. But the $2 house margarita. Woo. Believe me, it's worth every single penny. Of it's that worth $2. more than It's two. worth more than $2. <laughs> Actually. But I only had one. I was like, no, nah, I'm straight. I'm just going to stick on this one. Them house margaritas hit just, the spot. Be safe. Got to be safe. Be hit safe, though. the spot. So, it it was a cool spot. And then we went. And what, what made it feel pretty cool to me is like the happy hour. Like the after hours happy hour crowd, you know? It was a cool little vibe. And yeah. it almost feels like you're going over to your friend's nice house and they're feeding you. Right. You know what I'm saying? They got enough space for everybody. Right. So, check out Toast when they're open. I know 
Uh, right now, I think they're going to make the taco night a permanent night. Yay. And I believe brunch is a set night. So if you're in the area, downtown Augusta, on Broad Street, and you're in the area on Thursday or Sunday, they're definitely open for that. And I believe they open, you know, they'll have special events there sometimes. And you can book them mm-hmm. if you want to host a dinner party. You know, mm-hmm. I'm already, I got some ideas I might want to, you hey. know. You might see something. Collab. You might see an event. Yes. You know, Aware of the Web's event yes. at Toast. You never know. Come Either through, way. friends. <laughs> but yeah, so Toast Augusta, check it out. If you're in Augusta on a Thursday night, we'll take you there and get you some tacos. Hey. But um, um, you know what else I just thought about? What yeah. we need to shout out, what we did the same night. Yes. We did uh, Toast Augusta. We but went before to, that. Before Toast Augusta, yes. we were at a panel hosted by the GABC. GABCC. GABCC. It's the Greater Augusta Black Chamber of Commerce. Okay. And they were hosting um, a panel on mental health and the, the entrepreneur. entrepreneur. And you know, right up both my alleys. Like this, this is all me. I was like, this spoke straight to me. Your business is mental health. My mental health is my business. My business, mental health. Absolutely yeah. right. And I knew both of the panelists. Small world. Small world. One of the ladies, um, I had been on a panel with her before. And the other one I went to high school with. Because yeah. Augusta's kind of small. It's kind of big, but kind of small at the same time. But um, it was like a section of the Georgia, the greater Augusta Black Chamber of Commerce. It's like the younger section from what they said. They're trying to have like the youth, youth leaders. I don't want to say youth leaders. That's not how they described it, but <laughs> that make it sound like a church. I just went to church real quick. No, it was. But what they're trying to do is host regular engaging events like this. Yeah, to get yeah. more entrepreneurs, more, you know, of the good, man. Like, 30-ish crowd in. What you got to realize, too, and I think one of the benefits of, you know, organizations like that is that nobody's an island. You're going to need some help. So, right. you know, get out there and meet people, network. It's something we're trying to do more of. Um, you know, Introduce yourself. You never know who you might meet. You may meet somebody who can, you know, help you take whatever you're doing to the next level and, you know, vice versa. Maybe you can help them and it could be mutual. So get out there. Network. So if you are in the greater Augusta area, look for their Instagram. My G-A-B-C. Yeah. B-A-C-C. Is it B-A-C? Just the one C? Their Instagram is just my G-A-B-C. Well, there you go. And they have an economic empowerment call every Monday at 830. Boom. Bang. Cost you nothing. We went to this event, cost us nothing. So, um, in any other area, check out your local chamber of commerce or like there's young professionals of Augusta group. Like there's all YPA. of these these little networking and social kind of groups. I don't really dig that scene so much myself, but it's one of those things like it's necessary. You gotta you got can't be antisocial. You gotta get out here and shake the hands. Kiss the babies. You got to do it. I'm all the way for it. So, um, where else were the webs this week? I was on the couch. Taking up. <laughs> Hold on. One of us spent a lot of time on the couch this week. Taking up space. Not this week. Just this weekend. What a, the last couple of days. 
spend a lot of time in the living room, on the sofa, <laughs> breathing. <laughs> in the living room more than the furniture. <laughs> that would be Mrs. Webb. So, yeah, man, it, it limited some of the things we were able to do this weekend. You know, yes. half, half yes. of the team was, was down bad. She got a little stomach virus, food poisoning. I don't know what it is. It was bad. But, yeah, she was down bad. I was I was very upset, particularly because this weekend was one of my favorite weekends in Augusta. Hispanic Festival. <sighs> no chicharron for you. I feel like there should be a wah, wah. Oh, I went ready the with price the price is right, of, bro. I need the sound wah. effect. Wah. <laughs> but, bum, 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 bum. Wow. Wah, wah. <laughs> yes, I, I ate some lunch meat. I think it was the lunch. I don't know. I made a sandwich on Friday night. And when I woke up Saturday, my day just, I did not start my day. I just went to the couch and stayed there. So, unfortunately, Mrs. Webb was ill pretty much all weekend but i'm pulling it together for the show the show must go on i may collapse after this hour but we are on the air i'm here for you now we we appreciate we appreciate you you playing hurt today you know i am i'm on the on the ir yeah you're on the the injury reserve man she on the injury reserve in the sick and (laughs) the sick and shut in list (laughs) All of the things. <laughs> she on all of them. So, um, anything else? Oh, also for everybody, the natural journey continues. Mrs. Webb has gotten past the stinky humps of switching to natural deodorant. Woo! She had the point where she can tolerate herself. <gasps> I'm just joking. Mr. Webb! <laughs> I, she, I can, though. She don't think she stinks anymore. What you trying to say? Do I stink? Do I offend? I know I smelled bad this weekend because I got on that couch. Because you <laughs> never left the couch. I did not. It had nothing to do with the natural deodorant. She no, just I just never left the couch. The couch. <laughs> just rotted on the sofa. But the the journey is going quite well. Um, I don't have any more of the irritation, the chafe, the rash, whatever you want to call it. And And, you know, me and my deodorant, we get along fine. So, yay. The natural, I've resolved to the Alafia. Alafia? A-L-A-F-F-I-A. If y'all are checking out natural products, um, check out the website. They have soaps and deodorants and things. And that's where I got mine. It's charcoal activated. So, feeling good. Go natural. Turn it into a real crunchy. Oh, yeah. I got, oh, I got some organic tampons and pads. What? Uh, this is a hey it's an open forum that's yeah, right this is a journey she's going that, all the way crunchy that, <laughs> look you don't know what you are putting near your privates and it's important to know because those products are they're manufactured they have like wood pulp and all kind of stuff in it that they say they say is safe it ain't safe it gives you toxic shock it ain't safe okay Know what you are putting in and near your body. Okay? Boom. Okay. Boom. More natural journey with Mrs. Webb. So I'm starting to get a little concerned. She came home the other day. She is now, her nails are wicking purple. She's playing with crystals. She got all kind of natural products. 
I really don't know where this is going, you know, so we'll see. Put a spell on you. No, you ain't. And now you're mine. (laughs) It's fall. It's fall. What other color would I get for fall around Halloween? Orange. But purple. That's not a color associated with Halloween. Why is it not? Like the deep purple. Anyway. All right, man. Are we getting into some topics today or what? I hope so. Let's go. Let's go. Topics, right? So uh, let me set it up, right? Go ahead. So Do it. <laughs> go for it. The first topic we will talk about today um, was kind of inspired by some recent events in the news and some other things that we've seen. And it's about accepting your partner's problematic past. What would you do if after you've been, you know, with someone, you guys, whether married or just a long term relationship, something comes up that happened before you maybe years ago? Mm-hmm. What would you do in that situation? Well, you know, for example, if you were the wife of, let's say, ju- current Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, what would you do if you found out your <laughs> husband was the boy at the party getting drunk is putting his uh, hand over uh, you know women's mouth can you accept that do you stay do you go that is a lot what do you do uh gentlemen what if your your wife came and you know found out later on she has a, a past where she you know maybe was a little bit more looser than she told you she was you know <laughs> Said she was there for the down for the GB, you know. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> but okay, okay, okay. So, uh, well, we were looking at something earlier today, and they um, it was, I believe it was the eighty five South show, mm-hmm. and the host said something about don't judge me based on my seventeen year old self, right? Or where I was, you know, several years ago when I wasn't of. The same means when I was broke. Don't judge me by what I said or what I did when I was broke. I'm not that same person anymore. But I think I think part of that is taking ownership. You okay? Do. I mean, I can own it. Right. Let's say something comes out about me. I own that. Yes, I did that. That was me at one time. But as a partner, what do you do? I don't know. Because there's a line, okay? There's a line between, hey, I used to just be really grimy, like just just be really just just out here in these streets. Talk about these hoes. Doing anything. Doing anything. Anywhere with anyone. There's a difference between that and I may have sexually assaulted someone. That's like a hard line. But like Brett Kavanaugh's wife, right? It's been 30 something years Y'all got a family. Y'all got kids. I feel like she had to know. She knew? She knew who she married. How? I don't know. He was that guy all the way through college. He might still be that guy. He might still be that guy. (laughs) Don't think some people don't turn a blind eye to that. Some people definitely do turn a blind eye. You know what I don't understand? This kind of off subject, and it just came to my mind. Listen, I've never been drunk enough to try to take anything if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I ain't never been that drunk, bro. How do y'all get 
people get drunk and start blaming stuff on the alcohol. I ain't never been that drunk, or no. I ain't never been that drunk where I don't remember. Now people do get drunk enough where they don't remember stuff. I'm just saying out. me, yeah. but I don't. But being drunk in and of itself doesn't make you a perpetrator. It doesn't make you. Some of y'all claim people be talking like it turned them into one. No. That was already. Like, it's like it's like having too much money. You become who you really are. Like, <laughs> it's just who you really are. If you get perpy when you've been drinking and you start filling up on people and stuff, that was already in there. You were already capable of doing some foul stuff. Don't blame it on the alcohol. That's you, you I, dirty motherfucker. I'm, <laughs> easy. Oh, <I'm> <laughs> easy. But I'm saying, like, I'd rather talk to... Look, Talk to me up front, bro. Well, like, have a conversation. Like, okay, so Mr. Webb and I, since Me Too movement became a thing, mm-hmm. we've had a lot of conversations. We watched a lot of news footage, seen a lot of people talk about it, and seen a lot of men start to address or question things they did in their high school years or their early college years and say, you know, I was at this party or I was here in this room and this thing happened and start looking at it differently through different lenses okay and being more accountable and i think that's a good place to start like i can handle something you don't know what you can and can't handle till you come up against it let's just be real but i think it's different than saying i went there i didn't do like complete denial versus saying look this probably happened or this happened this way at the time i saw it this way i reacted this way like whatever whatever i think that's a different place to be i don't know but you can you don't know until you're in it you don't until something like that happens and then this stuff you probably could have forgot i mean you in in all of this stuff that's been happening over the last couple of years you've even seen a couple examples of people who would come out as like advocates like I, what comes to mind is like russell simmons and what's the dude's name chris hardwick like they came out as defense they were on the women's side, like, mm-hmm. and then people were like, well, hold on. Yeah. Because you got some you stories, got some too. Stuff too. Right. And not even that far, not even that long ago. Right. Yeah. So, it, I think it just depends. If we're talking about, like. Now, if we're talking about assault, that's one thing. But again. What if it was just, you know, I was a little, were, I was dirty. You were out here pimping yourself to older Did, ladies. You know, it was hard times. You were trying to make money. Trying need, to make ends meet. You got to do what you got to do to survive, you know? What if you were a, a gentleman caller or whatever you want to call it? You were a male-esque. That, now, a, that's a valid question. What if you were into sex work? That's the we, thing. Or, uh, you know, <laughs> 20- or just, 2018, or ju- you can't or just trying to make sure your bills got paid. Yeah. However you, however you want to put you that. Did, did you do a little something strange for some change? Hey, so what if you find that out about your partner? But y'all are married now. And this was... 10 plus years ago. Do you stop kissing them in the mouth? Too late. <gasps> Mr. Webb! <laughs> <laughs> you dirty! She's so rough. You know. But, what, hey, I got another one for you. Yeah? Why does this what feel if, like true for dare? <laughs> no. We're going to keep pushing it. Oh, what no. if... Now, this is a question. I Please, I better get some emails this week. <laughs> what if you are... A woman, and you find out your man had a homosexual past. That is a a heavy a heavy thing. That li- because 
Look, I know plenty of people who are listening to this podcast right now who just said out loud, oh, hell no. I <laughs> promise you. You know, I was, I was listening, listen, I was listening to a podcast earlier this week and it was one of the stars of, um, what's the FX show? Pose. Right. Who made a tweet and said that cisgender hetero women secretly hate trans women they're like they're they're secretly opposed to trans women because if a man ever said he was with a trans woman she would no longer date that man he is no longer very true and so they're like that secretly like that shames them and keeps them from being open and i had to sit with this for a very long time because i consider myself an ally yeah I really till it do. apply to y'all. That, and that's what they were saying. A lot they were of like, y'all can y- consider yourself a pretty open-minded, you an ally, whatever you want to call yourself, till it applies to you. And then you like, oh, hell. You know, they kind of touched on this on, I think it was season two of Insecure. Oh, Maybe yeah, season two or season said, one. Like in college, he had let somebody, you Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And yeah. he said, I didn't like it, but it was a thing. I did, I did it. it whatever and then she dropped him so Never, hard we, i don't think we ever saw that dude again <laughs> and he was a good dude yeah but for that she was like nope and a lot of y'all are a lot of heterosexual women or whatever you want to the term is are the same way if you found that out about your partner your current partner you would not be able to recover from that you it's, it, that would be a complete deal breaker i I will say, and I think there's degrees of things. Okay. <laughs> like, like, hear me say, like, are you telling me that you are bisexual? Are you telling me that you experimented? Okay. Are you, know, what, what was this? You get what I'm saying? Like, was this? Hey, first of all, none of this applies to me, but <laughs> whatever. What, which one you, would you, which one would you accept? But that's the thing. This is another one of those you don't know until you in it. Like, what that would mean for you. And I, sitting with that thought, all right, sitting with that thought that I was left with from listening to the podcast, I was thinking man, I would feel really insecure. And that's real. That's being honest. That's more honest than a lot of people will be. True. I would feel real insecure that what if my partner is telling me <clears throat> he was bisexual and I didn't know that, but he's telling me now. So then I feel really insecure. Like, well, how do I know you want me? Like, how do I know this is what you want from here now forever? How do I know you're not going to change your mind or want to invite in a third, which brings up a whole other thing. We, hey, another topic, <laughs> another topic we might talk about tonight. So, but I would feel. But I'm really saying, insecure. why would you feel insecure if it happened before you? I would, if you're telling, it's because, all right. So if my partner said that they were bisexual, they identify. So if you knew that up front, it would make it different. I would feel. Or you just you wouldn't. Most of y'all ain't gonna accept nobody. If a man tell you he bisexual, you wouldn't go that. You wouldn't go any I would further feel with really him anyway. Insecure. Before, not even if it came out after. I'm talking. About, if you found out like early on and somebody told you, if a man told you, 
right. and he's bisexual, you probably wouldn't pursue that relationship. Where do you stand on this issue? Where do I stand? No, not you. Oh, you I mean, oh, you're talking about the people. The people. Yes. Yeah. The people. We want to hear from you guys because we thrown a lot at you. A lot of scenarios. In this last like 15, 20 minutes. So where would you stand on this issue? If your partner came up, something shady came out of their past or they did something maybe, maybe not proud of in their past came to light or they opened up a little bit more about their sexual preferences. How what would you, you respond? Do? You know, is email like us where the webs one at gmail.com where the webs number one at gmail.com. You know? And I feel like as a straight man, we're always more accepting of if a woman call, comes to us and says she previously had like some type of lesbian activity encounter, we like, cool. You still want to be that? <laughs> are you still? I feel like that's that's the stereotype, but are you really? I, I do. I mean, well. Do men also get insecure and be like, so I think you going to leave, me? You gonna honestly, leave me for somebody else? Honestly, I, I think I know there are some men out there. As much as we try to be like, oh, yeah, we would be okay with it. There are a lot of men out there that if your woman told you that she was also attracted to women, some of y'all aren't as comfortable as you like to say you are or act like you are. You know, now you're looking at every woman that walked by and every man like, what, you like her too? You like him? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go well, for them? That's what know? I'm saying about the insecurity. I would, like, if you, not, I mean you, but if my partner said they were bisexual or had previously bi- been bisexual or identified that way, then if we're looking at some some program or something, looking at Insecure, and one of the dudes has a scene, and I'm like, oh, he's also like, oh, like, am I going to look at him like, are you like, oh, are you, <laughs> are you feeling like, oh, <laughs> can we all together? I don't know. What does this mean? And I think that's the bigger question that people don't want to sit with is what does it say about me? They start thinking, what does this mean about me? What does it mean? We don't have all the answers. We, we don't. just We just discuss. So, you know, y'all hit us up and tell us. Please. Wh- what you think. Email Let's, us. I want some, we need emails this week. <laughs> tell the truth. What would you do? We will keep situation? you anonymous. Yeah. We, we, won't, won't, we won't give you the nicknames or anything. Nah, it, Completely anon. It stays between us. Yep. But could you handle that situation? What would you do? Have you come face to face with this situation? Maybe you've already dealt with it. Because what about like secret children? I'm even oh, throwing more bruh, stuff out there. Look, wait a minute. Like pause. I didn't know. That's a whole other story. I didn't know. That's a whole other story. That's a whole. All right. Whole so other story. Any little Marcus Jr. Wait. I, I, I said that to you once. <laughs> I was like, look, if there's any chance that you got some kids, some maybe babies. I know I don't. Out in the world. Let me know now. I said nope. that before we got me. I said that before we were engaged. I was like, look, don't let us blow yeah. up, get successful. Then here comes some broad. Like he, he had a kid this whole time. And you got like a 20 year old. And I'm like, what? What? If it is, I don't know about it. Ugh. I don't even want to, we've already had this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we straight up had that conversation. <laughs> but I mean, that, I'm just throwing more, 
more more wrinkles into the situation. I mean, like that's all. There's stuff. a lot of things. What would you do in them situations? There's a lot of things that come out. Like, you know, I'm a therapist and I see couples who struggle with these kind of questions for real. Like they come in and they're like, I didn't know my partner was interested in men or interested in women, whatever the case may be, or has curious is curious, you know, has some tendencies or whatever you want to call it. Or another one. My partner identifies as gender nonconforming or wants to identify as gender nonconforming or they're they are trans and had not come out prior to us being in a relationship and we're married and my partner's coming out as trans. That's some heavy lifting. Very. Too too a much. A lot of that is heavy lifting. Too much for me. I'm going to tell you. I might have to tag out. Like you got to tap out. I gotta go ahead. <laughs> I'm I'm out. I'm good. Love enjoy. I gotta go. Did you hear me with the I'm good love? I'm good love. Enjoy. <laughs> Whatever you into, enjoy it. I gotta go. It's as far as you can stretch. Yeah, You've only hey, been hey, so far. Like hey, this is my stop, bro. I'm getting, <laughs> off, I'm getting off right here. But but there are people who struggle with this and who have to. This is their life. You're right. Y'all tell us how. Email us. Where are the webs? One at gmail.com. I'm sure this isn't the last time. (laughs) We are. I am sure this isn't the last time we will have this conversation or something along these lines because there's so much to to unpack. unpack. Buzzword. Unpack. Unpack. Unpack here. But yes. Either way. So we're going to finish up. We want to get into one more topic real quick. want to get into our... Bring back our... Where we at? So, I I don't know what what you want to do. We we can do questions or we can uh, tackle another topic. All right. Let's do do questions. We'll do questions. We'll leave that where Where it it is. is. Leave it where it lies. All right. Question. Questions. If you don't remember this segment, we pulled this out a couple weeks ago. We wrote down a bunch of questions slash topics to ask each other anonymously and just put them all in a little. I mean, it's only two of us. We kind of know. But I mean, but, but we don't us, know. We don't know what the questions are. Right. So one of us wrote down the question. The other person, this is going to be the first time they're seeing it. All right. So I just pulled a question. From the question jar, and it says pet peeve question question mark. So it just oh pet peeve. There you go. Pet peeve. Uh, for me, I would have to say I. Some people may argue with this about what <laughs> I'm about to say, but I really don't get bothered by much. I think at this point in my life, what bothers me is ignorance, mm. like blatant ignorance Mm -hmm. like just not knowing and being okay not knowing and not seeking to be informed people who are just willingly ignorant like as much information is available today you walk around with a cell phone in your pocket that can pretty much you can google anything you want to know but you still remain ignorant and blind to information right um and you act so that might be my one of my biggest pet peeves and also um like people who play the victim all the time people who never 
those people who never have any fault in any situation. Sometimes you got to just look at yourself and say, you know, be honest about what part you play. And, you know, most of the time, the reason why you are where you are, it's it's all on you. It's it's you. Um, but those those kind of like deep pet peeves. Um, if I just had like a general pet peeve, like um, I hate people who can't wait in lines. That shit really bothers me. Like, I don't know what makes you think your time is more valuable than anybody else's, but I hate people. Like, whether it be waiting in line for anything, it could be traffic. Like, people, all the people who do that, all that stupid, in and out, lane to lane, where you going? It's, we, we still stuck here. So, I, I really don't understand that. Or just in general, entitlement, people who, like what make you think you know rules don't apply to you? That's all. That's definitely a big pet peeve. Um, body odor on grown people. <laughs> that's a pet peeve. <laughs> like it's. I know you smell yourself. If you been, if you <laughs> <laughs> look, if you ever got that bad, you would tell I, me. Believe me, you I'm listen, come to Jesus with me. Listen. <laughs> Like some of y'all are consistently stink, just dang, stink. Consistently oh. stink. I know you smell yourself. If or if you got comfortable with your own stink, maybe you should hey, really seek maybe it's in. something with your chemistry. Your chemistry is wrong. There are so many eating. It's something that's not agreeable. There with are your so system. many things out there to deal with this. Like. Man, if your chemistry is off, you better get you this alkaline water, <laughs> get change your diet, do something. But you know, I don't care whether the where the stink come from, whether armpit, ass, wherever. <laughs> you too grown to be walking around consistently stink. I can't. Anyway, what's your what are your pet peeves? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, um, people who ask questions, like, after you've already given the answer, like, they ask it a different way, thinking the answer's gonna change. <laughs> that is annoying to me. That's like a, like, service level pet peeve. It's like, why? I just, I just told you, though. But I just said, it. it's not, the answer's not any different. Like, <laughs> like, I get questions about that in terms of business a lot. And I'm like, no, the answer is this, and and that's it. There's no other option. That's, that's what it is. Um, uh, traffic, like what you were saying, the thing about drivers, and and Augusta doesn't have real, real problematic traffic. No, but it's it gets congested in certain areas around those key times of the day <clears throat> because some roads have not expanded accordingly. And areas have grown. We get it. But just the way people drive during that time is just ridiculous. It makes no sense. And that does aggravate me. Um, especially if you put my life in danger. Put your own life at risk. Risk your own life without endangering nobody else. If there's a way to do that. <laughs> like, don't put us all at risk. Kill yourself. <laughs> like, don't take anybody with you. Um, uh, Pet peeves. I don't know. I don't know. I, I like, I totally went blank just listening to you. I was just like, <laughs> I just started, I'm going to let him get this off his chest. 
Cause Tell I them why you mad, son. I didn't think of one at first, and then I just started talking, and just different stuff was coming. So, I don't know. Um, I'll say workplace stuff. Like, passive-aggressive people. Like, people who are very passive-aggressive and think they're getting away with it. Like, I don't, I don't like that. People who don't respect, like, just common courtesy, common decency. People who are rude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's pet peeves for a lot of folks, but still... It's just little stuff. Like, I'm five feet tall. Okay? Five feet tall. I still say, excuse me, mostly because if I'm walking around a place, there are people who are much taller than me who don't know oh, I'm there yo, and don't care. You just reminded me of another one. People who don't say, excuse me. Yeah. Like, uh, why? Yeah. What is that? Pardon me. Why don't you say, excuse Something. me? Like, bro. Even people will walk up to you and not will like stare and not say anything. Or reach around you or something. And right. I think that's so rude. Just say, excuse me. To be fair, when I went to DC, this threw me off so much because I went in the mall and I was on a rack. And when you looking on a rack, you just expect that this is my little spot and you over you there. Wait. People just reaching around and I was like, I have no personal space. Like this. <laughs> And it it threw me off. And I know anytime we go to a major city, it's probably going to be that way. Like just bigger, dense areas, especially we're Southerners. That's probably part of it. But that is so big to me. And especially for people who are much taller than me to not be aware of their space. I have to be aware of my surroundings quite frequently because of my size, especially in crowds. I will get stepped on. It happens a lot. But for you to not say excuse me, pardon me, or to look at me like I'm annoying you because I say it, it makes, uh, it's, it's probably a little person thing and y'all can say that because I know I'm going to get an email or a text and somebody can be like, you just little and angry and that's fine, okay? I will own it, but just say please, thank you, excuse me, pardon me. Yeah, just common courtesy. That, please, it, it's going to go a long way. I don't know where we lost it, but <laughs> please bring it back. Anyway, are we gonna do a we're gonna do another question or we're we gonna get into our reviews and <laughs> one more question? Alright, let's what what was the question? The question is tell a clean joke and a dirty joke. I don't have a um <laughs> I guess you if anybody knows me, you may have heard this before. I really got like one joke that I use Go like ahead. a icebreaker. I don't I'm lucky we 37 episodes in and I've never told, said it on the you podcast. So here here y'all go. Here's my, my one joke that I remember and I pull out from time to time. It kills at parties. Feel free. Steal it. <laughs> go ahead. So, my joke. Alright, there was a father son uh, and the father and the son, the son was doing homework. So he had some spelling words or something, right? So it was like English class Son had the words. He asked the dad, Dad, what is the difference between confident and confidential? The dad thought about it for a minute. He said, hmm. Well, son, I'll use them in a sentence. You are my son in that I am confident. Your friend Timmy is also my son, but that is confidential. Oh. That's my joke. That's his joke. That's my joke. Terrible. <laughs> um, 
the the one joke that comes to mind is a guy is sitting in a skyscraper at the very very top in a bar and he is just like hammered he's been drinking all afternoon and this one guy comes in and sits next to him and the guy who's hammered takes a drink goes jumps out the window and the other guy freaks out like what and then next thing you know the hammered guy comes walking back in the bar and he keeps doing this every time he takes a drink he jumps out the window comes back so this other dude is watching him he's like whoa 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 dude how are you doing that he said this drink is magical because when you drink it you won't hit the ground and he was like bs he's like watch me so guy throws back the drink again as he's been doing all day jumps out the window the dude is watching him fall 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 then as he gets closer to the ground he slows down and lands on his feet so the other guy's like cool i'm gonna do it so he takes the drink throws it back jumps out the window and splat hits the ground then the bartender looks at the first guy and says you know you're real a-hole when you're drunk superman Oh, <laughs> moving hey, on. Hey, <laughs> we'll be we'll be here all week. We will. <laughs> yes. Not quitting our day job. Tip your bartenders. Is <laughs> we appreciate you. Y'all have a good night. All right. All Reviews. the ladies. All the ladies say. <laughs> Reviews. All right. So we're gonna get into some our our weekly reviews. First, let's start with we have a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um. Newer TV show. It's a couple episodes in, but we just watched it for the first time today. Yes. It is Rail. New TV show starring comedian Lil Rail Howery. Yeah. Uh, a couple people on the show. Sinbad plays a father. Jess Hilarious from uh, Instagram. Is, Young Fly is on there, there as his... Jess Hilarious plays like the best friend or something. Yeah, yeah. DC Young Fly was there as I don't know, no name thug on the bus or yes. something. I don't know. Um, so I watched the first two episodes. Yeah. And the laugh track is terrible for me. It's a, it's a <laughs> yeah. typical sitcom. Yeah. Like, like an old school type of sitcom. Right. And I think that's part of the vibe and the feel he was going for. He plays characters in the show. You know, he dresses kinda up and like does Martin. Kinda, yeah, kind of like Martin. Um, but I, I kind of like it a little bit. Like some of it, I'm like, oh, it's a mix. Like if I were to give it a grade, I would say maybe B minus. You know, it's not. I don't want to give it a C because I'll be honest, I'm rooting for Lil Rail. He seems like a really nice dude. I like his stand up. And some people, you're just, you're in their corner. You know, it's like, I'm here for you. I'm root. We're all rooting for you. <laughs> right. Um, And I genuinely had some chuckles. Yeah. During the show. I, I had, had some funny moments. Yeah. Some moments where they didn't even play the laugh track. And I was like, but this was the funniest yeah. part. Like, this is where you should have inserted the laughs here. But um, it was nice to see Sinbad, you know, old school comedian still doing a thing. And if you're familiar with Lil Rail stand-up, it like fills in the blanks for you a little bit. A, a lot of the uh, show that we've seen so far does come from his stand-up routine. So I want to, I'll say I, I'll give him a B minus. I would agree. It's probably like a B, B, B minus. Uh, I do agree with you. Lil Rel does seem like one of those people like you, you root for, you, you want him to be successful. You would like for a show to be good. I, as far as like sitcoms that I've seen recently, 
It's actually pretty good. It's definitely better than that Cedric the Entertainer Ooh. show, The Neighborhood. Ooh. Let me tell you about some hot trash. Who that is? Bruh, and as much as I like Cedric the Entertainer, man, king of comedy, I didn't even mean to put this in here. That, we were reviewing the <laughs> Rail show, but it that reminded me I got to compare it to something. That Cedric the Entertainer show, The Neighborhood, hot trash, bro. Terrible. Not yeah. funny at all. Like stereotypical. Like you see the punchline coming, stupid jokes. It's lazy. Very lazy. But uh, Lil Rail, good job. I really didn't see much of the second episode. I saw the first episode. And now, Rail was funny, but probably the funniest part about the first episode I saw was DC Young Fly Maybe. doing what DC Young Fly does, which was basically roasting True. Lil Rail. True. So, all right, we'll wrap that up. Other reviews this week, I every week now i'm trying to find like a album or something to listen to i tried to give a few people a chance like Lil yachty i couldn't even do it y'all i couldn't even make it um khaled came out with another album not dj khaled but i believe khalid khalid yes. the singer khalid yeah uh which is pretty good i like khalid he had the hit with location on this new album body of work there, he don't really have another location on there, but it's cool. I like his music, and I, he writes good songs, but it's something about his voice I, at some point. Like him and Black, they both got voices where I, I have to, at some point, it's too much. I don't want to hear you no more. Uh, so I did want to give a, you know, kind of spotlight to a group you know, I've been listening to probably for a couple years that just released something new. The group is called Phony People. That's P-H-O-N-Y, then I believe P-P-L, Phony People, if you can find them. Pretty good vibe. Um, the music, if I had to describe it, it sounds like um, an episode of Insecure, straight up, without like a mixed. They probably appeared on a couple episodes of Insecure. Some of their music may have made it, but it sounds like an episode of Insecure. It got that cool California kind of vibe. I don't even know if they are from California, but I would highly recommend you check out or find phony people. All right. And I will try to do better next week and find <laughs> some albums that come out. Mariah Carey released a song with Ty Dolla Sign. This was some motivation this week. <laughs> moving on. Okay, my bad. So, um, my motivation. Let me get into my motivation. I just wrote down the word. The topic for this week is just change perspective, man. Um, a lot of times, you know, we are looking at situations and things in our lives, and we may be relying on old information. So, change your perspective every now and then. The way you look at things, you know, you got to treat your life sometimes like apps on your phone. You you need an update. So update your perspective. Also, you know, some people may be looking at you from a different perspective. Some people still looking at you at at and think you're at the same point that you were a couple of years ago and don't realize you may, you moved on or you've passed them. So it's always good for all of us. Change your perspective from time to time. You may be further along than you really think. You may need to give yourself some credit. You've done a lot of work. Change your perspective. Okay. My mental health moment this week, I wrote down a couple things. Um, my first thing was being invested in you. And that was something that came up during the um, talk we went to on Thursday about balancing your mental health as an entrepreneur is 
And I said, like, mental health is my industry. And it's like, I have to take care of my own. Like, if I don't take care of my own mental health, how am I going to take care of anybody else's mental health? I mean, there are people who do, but I don't recommend it. I don't recommend you seeing them people. (laughs) But anyway, but I have to invest in myself. You have to invest in yourself in order for whatever you're trying to do to grow and thrive. If we didn't have, I mean, granted, I had to lay down this weekend because I felt terrible. But if we didn't have weekends where we could just be home and take care of things at the house, we wouldn't make it. Like we have to have weekends where it's like very limited to no social media or, you know, we don't like call up the friends and see what everybody's doing or whatever else. Like we're just chilling. The webs have chill times. You got to recharge, you know, to steal from uh, Mrs. Webb. You can't pour from an empty pitcher empty cup but yes whatever yes Yes, you got it you gotta you can't pour you can't give somebody something that you don't have so you got to take that time to recharge and refill yes investing in you is important to whatever it is you're trying to do or whoever it is you're trying to help this could be for your business for your work for your kids for your spouse for whoever You got to invest in yourself, especially if you're a caregiver or something like that. You got to take, I said, give me five, give yourself five minutes, five minutes. I call it a five minute reset. Like before you go to work in the morning or when you're leaving work and about to go home and maybe starting a second shift, five minutes, set a timer and give yourself five minutes to not do anything. You'd be surprised. So investing in yourself. That is my mental health moment this week cool all right so uh be honest with you we don't have any roses this week well y'all got any suggestions for roses email us let I'm us know my roses to fall uh okay. uh i mean i fall is okay but i'm definitely a summer baby and the older i get the more i appreciate summer I'm I'm gonna miss summer. I'm about to go into a slump for the next oh, no. couple of months. Nah. Mr. Webb gets winter bluesy. We both do. We both get a little winter bluesy sometimes. But it's usually by like the in- late December, where December, we're like, January. Yeah, where you're like, like oh my gosh, January is the longest month ever. <laughs> after you done made it through the holidays, like I love the holidays, but Woo! after like New Year, after New Year's. You like, all right, come on now, spring. Where you Where at, my the boy? Daylight? Come on, come on, spring. Flowers bloom. Uh, come on. Mostly, it's like, where's the daylight? It's yeah. so dark all the time. Yeah, all the time. But I'm, I'm. We talked about the seasons before because I said like I'm a well, like I'm a rounded person. I need summer when it's supposed to be summer, fall when it's supposed to be fall. Like I need appropriate seasons. Which, I'm an equator type of person. I want to be <laughs> summer all year round. See, but I miss I miss the cold and boots I, I and snuggles and warm socks and things. Mm-hmm. I feel like I sound like that song. What is it? These are a few of my favorite things. Buttons on <laughs> Yeah, little little doggy snuggles. Hey, and, uh, other note, and, it's too early to be playing Christmas music. Oh, who's doing that? Some people are. Oh, no. It's definitely too no. early. Uh, I'm telling you, you about to go into 
You about to go into a retail store Oh, soon. It's almost oh that time. no, Halloween ain't even done yet. bruh, It's almost time stop for Christmas it. decorations. <laughs> All right, so anything else before we wrap it up, Mr. Webb? Nah, man, don't forget to hit us up on all social media. Send us emails. Look out for everything we're going to do. Look out for these great new photos. Hey, tell us, what has been your favorite photo set so far? What look has been your favorite? You can hit us up and tell us that, too. But believe we got more to come. Still out here working, man. Just trying to be consistent. And thank you again. We out.